In the sprawling valleys of Valles Marineris, under the shadow of towering red cliffs, a secret gathering was taking place. The location was an abandoned outpost, long forgotten by Earth's governing forces, but remembered by those who called Mars their home. It was here that the seeds of rebellion were to be sown. Alex, a young Martian with a steely gaze and a fiery spirit, stood at the forefront of the dimly lit room. His eyes, reflecting the determination of a born leader, scanned the faces of his compatriots. They were a small group, but each was essential, hand-picked for their skills, courage, and, most importantly, their shared desire for Mars to be free from Earth's dominion. We can't live under Earth's rule forever, Alex began, his voice low but resonant. We're suffocating. Mars is our home, and yet we're treated like tenants, forced to abide by laws and regulations made across the vast expanse of space. Murmurs of agreement echoed through the room. Among the attendees was Ava, a strategist whose experience in dealing with Earth's officials had left her disillusioned. Her wisdom and insight were invaluable, and her presence solidified the group's resolve. We need to know what they're hiding from us, Ava added, stepping beside Alex. There's more to the terraformation of Mars than they've told us. I've seen things, documents, plans that don't add up. We need to uncover the truth. The group leaned in, hanging on every word. The notion that Earth might be harboring secrets about Mars's terraformation wasn't just alarming. It was a betrayal of the trust that many Martians still held. Leo, a young tech expert whose skills with gadgets and hacking were unmatched, spoke up. I can get us into their mainframe. We can find out what they're really doing here. Alex nodded, a plan beginning to form. We'll need to be careful. Earth's security has tightened. They're scared, and they should be. Mars belongs to Martians, and it's time we take it back. The room erupted in whispered plans and strategies. Each person knew the risks. They were up against a formidable force, but the desire for freedom, for truth, was stronger than any fear. As the meeting concluded, the group dispersed into the Martian night, each member disappearing into the shadows of the Red Planet. They were rebels, bound by a common cause, ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead. The dawn of rebellion on Mars had begun, and with it, the first flicker of hope for a free and independent Martian future. In the days following the secret meeting, the atmosphere among the Martian underground was charged with a mix of excitement and apprehension. Word of the burgeoning rebellion had spread like wildfire, and Alex found himself at the centre of a movement that was growing faster than he had anticipated. In a hidden base located in the caves of Arcia Mons, Alex convened a new meeting, this time with a larger group. These were Martians from all walks of life, Miners from the iron fields of Meridiani Planum. Engineers from the terraforming stations. Scientists who had been ostracized for speaking against Earth's policies. And even a few former soldiers who had served Earth's forces but had grown disillusioned. Among them was Mia, a brilliant engineer known for her innovative designs in terraforming technology. She had come to realize that her inventions were being used not to aid Mars, but to exploit it. Her expertise would be invaluable in understanding and potentially sabotaging Earth's operations. 
Leo, the tech expert, laid out his plan. We've managed to hack into one of the surveillance drones. With a bit more work, we can turn their eyes against them, use their own technology to gather intel. There was a buzz of approval from the group. This kind of audacity was what they needed, a way to stay one step ahead of Earth's enforcers. Eva, taking the floor, shared her findings. There's more to the terraformation process than what's public. I've seen hidden reports of unusual energy readings and resource extractions that don't make sense for mere terraformation. A hushed silence fell over the group. The implications were clear. Earth was conducting activities on Mars that went beyond their official narrative. It's time we expose them, Alex declared, his voice firm. We need to be smart. Hit them where it hurts, but without endangering innocent lives. Our fight is with Earth's rulers, not its people. The group nodded in agreement. They began to plan a series of strategic attacks on Earth's infrastructure on Mars, aiming to disrupt their operations and gather more information. Alex emphasized the need for secrecy and caution. We're not just fighting a military battle, he said. We're fighting for the hearts and minds of every Martian. We need the people on our side. As the meeting drew to a close, the rebels dispersed, each member tasked with a specific role. They were a diverse group, each bringing their unique skills and perspectives to the cause. United by a common goal, they were ready to face the storm they were about to unleash. The rebellion against Earth's rule had begun in earnest, and Mars would never be the same again. Under the cloak of the Martian night, a thin veil of red dust swirling in the air, Alex's team prepared for their most daring operation yet. Their target, a high-security facility rumored to be the hub of Earth's secretive activities on Mars. The team, clad in dark, nondescript suits, gathered in a deserted gorge a few kilometers from the facility. The air was tense with anticipation and the weight of what they were about to undertake. Leo, with his modified drone hovering silently beside him, gave a final briefing. The drone will disable their external cameras and create a blind spot. We'll have a 15-minute window to get in and out before they realize something's wrong, he explained, his fingers deftly navigating the drone's controls. Mia, carrying a compact toolkit for any technical hurdles they might encounter, nodded. Once inside, we'll need to locate their main server room. That's where they'll keep the data we need. Eva, ever the strategist, added, Remember, no unnecessary risks. Our goal is information, not confrontation. With a final nod from Alex, the team moved out, their movements synchronized and silent. The drone led the way, swiftly and stealthily disabling the facility's external surveillance. As they neared the perimeter, a tense energy enveloped the group. They were about to penetrate one of the most secure facilities on Mars. The risk was immense, but so were the potential rewards. Using a hidden entrance discovered by their reconnaissance, the team slipped inside the facility. The interior was stark and utilitarian, with the hum of machinery echoing through the corridors. They moved quickly but carefully, aware that any mistake could cost them dearly. Leo's expertise with technology proved invaluable. He bypassed security systems with ease, leading the team deeper into the heart of the facility. Finally, they reached the server room, 
a vast array of computers and data storage units that held the secrets they sought. Mia set to work, her fingers flying over the keyboards as she accessed the facility's confidential files. Data streamed across the screens, revealing the true extent of Earth's operations on Mars. What is this? Alex muttered, peering over Mia's shoulder at the schematics and reports filling the monitors. It's not just terraformation, Eva said, her voice laced with disbelief. They're extracting something, something they've kept hidden from all of Mars. The revelation was staggering. Mars was not just being colonized, it was being exploited in ways they hadn't imagined. With their objective achieved, the team hurriedly downloaded as much data as they could. Time was running out. Leo monitored the facility's internal communications, ensuring they remained undetected. As they retraced their steps, exiting the facility with the stolen data, the gravity of their discovery weighed heavily on them. They had uncovered a truth that could change the course of Martian history. But first, they needed to get back to their base and plan their next move. The night enveloped them as they disappeared into the Martian landscape, the facility behind them none the wiser to the breach. The infiltration was a success, but it was only the beginning. The real fight was yet to come. The aftermath of the infiltration was a whirlwind of activity. Back at their hidden base, Alex and his team pored over the data they had extracted from the facility. What they uncovered was more disturbing than any of them had anticipated. The files revealed that Earth's administration was not just terraforming Mars for habitation, but was covertly extracting a rare, powerful mineral found only beneath the Martian surface. This mineral was the key to advanced technology that could tip the balance of power in Earth's favor. Eva, with her keen strategic mind, immediately understood the implications. They've been using us, our planet, as a resource, without any regard for the consequences. This isn't colonization, it's exploitation on a massive scale. The group knew that this information could be the catalyst they needed to rally the Martian populace to their cause. The challenge was disseminating the information widely and convincingly. Leo devised a plan to hijack the communication networks, broadcasting the evidence to every corner of Mars. It'll be risky. They'll trace the breach back to us, but it's the fastest way to reach everyone. Alex agreed. It's now or never. Mars needs to know the truth. The broadcast was set. As the Martian cities hummed with their usual nighttime activities, screens across the planet flickered and changed. Alex's face appeared, determined and resolute. People of Mars, he began, his voice echoing in homes, public squares and facilities. We have been lied to. The Earth's administration has deceived us all. Mars is being drained of its resources, not for our benefit, but for Earth's gain. The stolen documents and videos were displayed, irrefutable evidence of Earth's treachery. The reaction was immediate and explosive. From the mining towns of the Northern Plains to the bustling streets of New Olympus, Martians watched in shock and anger. Protests erupted across the planet. The Martian populace, once divided in their views of Earth's governance, found a common cause in the face of this betrayal. Chants for independence and autonomy filled the air, a chorus of dissent that could not be ignored. The Earth's administrators on Mars were quick to respond, denouncing the broadcast as a hoax, 
but the seed of doubt had been firmly planted. The once passive acceptance of Earth's rule had been replaced by a fierce desire for self-determination. The revelation of Earth's exploitation of Mars had ignited a fervor across the planet. Mars, once a quiet colony, was now a hive of rebellion. In the heart of New Olympus, the capital city and the face of Earth's rule on Mars, tensions reached a boiling point. It was here that the first major clash between the Martian rebels and Earth's enforcers would take place. Alex and his team had anticipated Earth's response to their broadcast. They knew that a show of force was imminent and that the streets of New Olympus would be the stage. The rebels had prepared, rallying supporters and organizing a demonstration to show Earth that Mars would not stand for deception and exploitation. As the Martian sun dipped below the horizon, casting long shadows over the red landscape, the rebels gathered in the central plaza of New Olympus. The air was charged with anticipation and a sense of impending conflict. Alex stood with Eva, Mia and Leo watching as the crowd swelled. The faces of the Martians around them were resolute, their voices united in chants for freedom and independence. Stay alert, Alex warned his team. This is just the beginning. Earth won't give up Mars without a fight. He was right. Within hours, Earth's enforcers arrived, their armored vehicles rumbling through the city streets, a stark contrast to the chanting crowd. The enforcers were heavily armed, their intentions clear, to disperse the gathering by any means necessary. The confrontation was swift and fierce. The rebels, though outnumbered and outgunned, fought with a ferocity born of desperation and righteous anger. Laser fire crisscrossed the plaza, the sound of blasts echoing off the buildings. In the chaos, Alex and his team moved with purpose, helping to evacuate civilians and providing cover for the retreating rebels. Mia and Leo worked to disable some of the enforcers' vehicles using hastily assembled EMP devices. Despite their efforts, the sheer firepower of Earth's forces began to overwhelm the rebels. Casualties mounted, and the once-organized demonstration devolved into a desperate scramble for survival. Fall back! Alex shouted, his voice barely audible over the din of battle. We need to regroup! The rebels retreated, disappearing into the network of side streets and alleyways of New Olympus. The Earth enforcers did not pursue content with regaining control of the plaza. In the aftermath, the rebels regrouped at their hidden base. The mood was somber. They had suffered losses, but their resolve had only strengthened. This is just the beginning, Alex said to his team, his expression hardening. Earth has shown its true colors. We'll mourn our fallen, but we won't forget what we're fighting for. Mars will be free. In the wake of the first clash, the Martian rebellion faced a crucial juncture. While their spirit remained unbroken, it was clear that they needed more than just bravery and determination to confront Earth's formidable military might. It was during this critical time that an unexpected opportunity presented itself to Alex and his team, in the form of a clandestine group known as the Shadow Martians. The Shadow Martians were a network of individuals who had long operated in the margins of Martian society comprising former Earth officials, disillusioned scientists, and even ex-military personnel, they had been silently opposing Earth's rule through sabotage and intelligence gathering. Their existence was more a rumor than common knowledge, 
whispered about in the back alleys of Martian cities. Late one evening, in an abandoned warehouse on the outskirts of New Olympus, Alex and Eva met with a representative of the Shadow Martians. The figure was cloaked and masked, their voice distorted, adding to the mystique and secrecy surrounding the group. We've been watching you and your efforts, the Shadow Martian representative began, their voice low and measured. You've ignited a fire across Mars, but fire alone won't be enough to achieve what you seek. Alex, always cautious yet curious, replied, What are you proposing? An alliance, the figure stated. Our goals align, and together we can be a formidable force against Earth's tyranny. We can offer you resources, information, and weaponry that are beyond your current reach. Eva, ever the strategist, interjected, What's the catch? What do you want in return? The figure paused before responding, When Mars is free, remember those who helped you. We seek a voice in shaping the future of Mars, nothing more. The proposal was tempting, yet Alex knew the dangers of aligning with a group so shrouded in mystery. But the rebellion was in dire need of support, and this alliance could tip the scales in their favour. After a moment of contemplation, Alex extended his hand. We have a common enemy. Let's bring them down together. With the alliance formed, the Shadow Martians provided the rebels with advanced weaponry, including high-energy plasma rifles and stealth technology that could render a person nearly invisible. They also shared valuable intelligence about Earth's upcoming operations and strategic points of interest. Equipped with these new resources, the Martian rebels began to plan their next moves. Their tactics evolved from straightforward confrontations to more sophisticated guerrilla warfare. Hit-and-run attacks, sabotage of supply lines, and infiltration of key facilities became their modus operandi. The alliance with the Shadow Martians had not only strengthened the rebels' capabilities, but also brought a new level of complexity to their struggle. Alex realized that they were now playing a deeper game, one that extended beyond the immediate goal of liberating Mars. The future of their planet was being shaped in the shadows, and the rebellion was at its heart. This partnership marked a significant turning point in the Martian Rebellion. With the Shadow Martians' support, the rebels' fight for independence gained a new edge, one that brought them closer to their ultimate goal of a free and autonomous Mars. In the weeks following the alliance with the Shadow Martians, the Martian Rebellion transformed. With new resources and intelligence at their disposal, the rebels shifted their strategy to a more covert, calculated form of warfare. This period came to be known as the Silent War, marked by a series of guerrilla attacks and clandestine operations that slowly but effectively chipped away at Earth's control over Mars. The rebels, now better equipped and informed, began targeting key Earth installations across the planet. These were not the overt, large-scale confrontations seen in New Olympus. Instead, they were precise tactical strikes designed to disrupt and destabilize Earth's operations without drawing too much attention. One such operation took place in the Tharsis region, where a critical communication hub controlled much of Earth's surveillance on Mars. Alex led a small team, including Mia and a few Shadow Martian operatives, on a mission to infiltrate and disable the hub. Under the cover of darkness, 
The team used stealth technology provided by the Shadow Martians to bypass security. Mia, with her technical expertise, accessed the hub's mainframe and uploaded a virus that would scramble Earth's surveillance data. The operation was a resounding success. With Earth's eyes and ears compromised, the rebels could move more freely, striking where least expected. Meanwhile, Leo spearheaded a campaign to disrupt Earth's supply lines. Using hijacked drones and explosives, the rebels targeted convoys carrying weapons and supplies, significantly reducing Earth's ability to reinforce its troops on Mars. In addition to military targets, the rebels also focused on propaganda efforts. They hijacked broadcasting systems, spreading messages of resistance and hope to the Martian populace. Eva, with her strategic mind, coordinated these efforts, ensuring that the rebels' narrative continued to inspire and mobilize the masses. These silent, unseen battles took a toll on Earth's administration. Reports of unexpected equipment failures, missing supplies, and demoralized troops began to filter back to Earth. The rebels were everywhere and nowhere, a ghostly presence that haunted the occupiers. Despite the success of their tactics, the rebels were acutely aware of the delicate nature of their campaign. They took great care to avoid civilian casualties and collateral damage, understanding that the support of the Martian people was crucial to their cause. The silent war, while less visible than the earlier stages of the rebellion, was no less intense. Each stealthy attack, each act of sabotage, added to a growing sense of inevitability among both the rebels and their earthly adversaries. The message was clear. Mars was slipping from Earth's grasp, one silent strike at a time. As the silent war waged on, both the Martian rebels and Earth's forces knew that a major confrontation was inevitable. This turning point in the rebellion arrived with the looming battle at the Hellas Basin, a strategic location vital for both sides. For Earth, it was a key stronghold and supply point. For the rebels, seizing it would deal a significant blow to Earth's operations on Mars. In the days leading up to the battle, preparations were intense. Alex and his team, along with their shadow Martian allies, planned meticulously. They understood the stakes were higher than ever. This battle could very well determine the future of Mars. Eva played a crucial role in strategizing the attack. We'll need to be clever, she said during one of their planning sessions. Earth's forces will expect a frontal assault. We'll give them a diversion and hit them where they're weakest. The plan was to launch a feigned attack on one side of the basin, drawing Earth's forces out, while the main rebel force, armed with the advanced weaponry from the Shadow Martians, would strike at the heart of the stronghold. As D-Day approached, tension among the rebels was palpable. They were about to engage in the most significant battle since the rebellion began. Alex could sense both the determination and the anxiety in his team. The night before the battle, he gathered them. Tomorrow we fight not just for Mars, but for ourselves, for our right to live freely on our planet, he said, his voice steady. We've come a long way, faced impossible odds, but we stand here together, united for our cause. Mars is counting on us. The day of the battle dawned with a sense of foreboding. 
the vast expanse of the Hellas Basin stretched out, soon to be the site of a historic clash. The rebels executed their plan. A small contingent, led by Leo, launched the diversionary attack, drawing out a significant portion of Earth's forces. Meanwhile, Alex, Eva, Mia and the main rebel force moved swiftly towards their target. The battle was fierce. Earth's forces, realizing the deception, scrambled to defend their stronghold. Laser fire crisscrossed the basin, and the ground shook with the rumble of explosions. In the midst of the chaos, Alex led his team forward, cutting through Earth's defenses. They reached the heart of the stronghold, engaging in intense combat with Earth's elite troops. The battle raged for hours. Both sides suffered heavy losses, but the rebels' determination and their tactical advantage gradually tipped the scales in their favor. As the sun set on Mars, casting long shadows over the battlefield, it became clear that the rebels had won. The stronghold at Hellas Basin, once a symbol of Earth's dominion over Mars, was now in rebel hands. In the aftermath of the victory at Hellas Basin, the Martian rebellion was at its zenith. The success had bolstered the morale of the rebels and garnered even more support from the Martian populace. However, this high point was soon overshadowed by an unforeseen and devastating event, a betrayal from within their ranks. The revelation came during a critical operation. Alex and his team, alongside their Shadow Martian allies, had planned a series of coordinated strikes on multiple Earth outposts. These attacks were designed to further weaken Earth's hold on Mars and pave the way for a final push towards independence. As the operation commenced, something went horribly wrong. Instead of catching Earth's forces off guard, the rebels walked into a well-laid trap. It was as if Earth had known their plans all along. In the midst of the ensuing chaos, with rebels fighting desperately for their lives, Alex received a communication from Eva, who was coordinating part of the operation from a separate location. Alex, we've been compromised. Eva's voice crackled over the communicator. Someone has leaked our plans to Earth. The betrayal hit the rebels hard. They were forced to retreat, suffering significant casualties in the process. The shock and confusion were palpable as they regrouped to assess the damage and understand how their plans had been exposed. Investigations led to a heart-wrenching discovery. The traitor was one of their own, a key member of the rebellion who had been with them since the early days of their struggle. This person had been a trusted confidant and a skilled tactician, making the betrayal all the more painful. Confronted with the evidence, the traitor confessed, their motives rooted in fear and disillusionment. Earth promised safety. A guarantee for my family's protection, they explained, their voice a mix of regret and despair. I didn't believe we could really win against them. I'm sorry. The impact of this betrayal was profound. It shook the trust and unity that had been the rebellion's strength. Doubt and suspicion crept into the ranks, and for a time it seemed as if the movement might fracture under the weight of this deceit. Alex, faced with this crisis, knew he had to act decisively to keep the rebellion from unravelling. In a sombre gathering with his team and key rebel leaders, he addressed the situation. We've been dealt a severe blow, not just in our plans but in our trust, Alex said, his voice resonant with the gravity of the moment. 
but we cannot let this betrayal define us. Our cause is greater than any one individual. We must stay united, learn from this, and move forward. Mars still needs us. The traitor was exiled from the rebellion, and new security measures were put in place to prevent any future leaks. Following the betrayal, the Martian rebellion faced a period of uncertainty and heightened challenges. Earth's forces, emboldened by the intelligence they had received, launched a series of aggressive counterattacks against the rebels. This culminated in a particularly fierce confrontation that pushed the rebels to the brink and led them to take desperate measures. The confrontation occurred in a strategic region near Olympus Mons, where Earth's forces had managed to corner a large contingent of the rebellion, including Alex, Eva, Mia, and Leo. Surrounded and outgunned, the rebels found themselves in a dire situation. Earth's troops, led by a ruthless commander, were closing in, determined to crush the heart of the rebellion in one decisive blow. As the battle raged, the rebels fought with unmatched bravery, but it was clear that they were facing overwhelming odds. Casualties mounted, and their lines began to falter. In the midst of the chaos, Eva made her way to Alex, her expression grave. We can't hold them off much longer, she shouted over the din of battle. We need to do something drastic or we're finished. Alex knew she was right. They had one last card to play, a weapon provided by the Shadow Martians for a dire situation such as this. It was a powerful and untested device capable of unleashing massive destruction. Using it went against everything the Rebellion stood for, but the alternative was annihilation. With a heavy heart, Alex gave the order. Leo, who had been entrusted with the device, nodded solemnly and began the activation sequence. The rebels braced themselves, not entirely sure of what to expect. The device, once activated, emitted a blinding pulse of energy that swept across the battlefield. Earth's troops were caught completely off guard. The pulse disrupted their equipment, caused widespread confusion, and forced them into a disorganized retreat. The weapon turned the tide of the battle, but the victory was bittersweet. The landscape was scarred, and the destruction caused by the device was a stark reminder of the lengths to which they had to go to defend their cause. In the aftermath, as the rebels tended to their wounded and counted their losses, there was a sense of unease. The weapon had saved them, but at what cost? The use of such a devastating force was a departure from their principles, and it weighed heavily on Alex and his team. We had no choice, Alex said to his team later, as they debriefed in their base. But this can't be how we win this war. We need to be better, fight smarter. We can't let desperation define our path. The aftermath of the battle near Olympus Mons, marked by the rebels' use of the devastating weapon, cast a long and sombre shadow over the Martian rebellion. The landscape, scarred by the unleashed energy, served as a grim reminder of the conflict's escalating severity. While the weapon had forced Earth's forces into retreat, it had also brought the rebels to a moral crossroads. In the days following the confrontation, the mood among the rebels was one of introspection and subdued triumph. The victory had come at a high cost, not just in terms of lives lost, 
but also in the ethical compromise they had been forced to make. The use of such a weapon was a departure from the ideals that had fueled their struggle for independence. Alex, burdened by the decision to use the weapon, grappled with the implications of their actions. We've fought for our home, but at what cost? He pondered aloud in a meeting with his core team. We wanted to free Mars, not destroy it. Eva, always the voice of reason, offered a perspective that resonated with the group. Our cause is just, and sometimes in war, hard choices must be made. But we must never lose sight of why we're fighting. We must ensure that this doesn't happen again. The rebels took time to regroup and reassess their strategy. They focused on aiding the injured and rebuilding the areas affected by the battle. This period of recovery was not just physical but also moral, as they sought to reaffirm the principles that had brought them together. In an effort to regain the moral high ground and the support of the Martian populace, Alex and his team increased their efforts in non-combat initiatives. They worked to expose further the extent of Earth's exploitation of Mars, using the information they had previously gathered. They also focused on winning hearts and minds, engaging with communities and emphasizing their vision for a free and independent Mars. Leo, Mia, and other members of the team used their skills to repair and rebuild infrastructure damaged in the conflict, demonstrating their commitment to the Martian people. They also worked to develop new, non-lethal technologies and strategies that could give them an edge in their struggle without causing widespread destruction. The Martian Rebellion had reached its climax. The aftermath of the Olympus Mons battle and the moral reckoning it brought had only hardened the resolve of Alex and his team. As Earth prepared for a massive counterattack, it became clear that a final, decisive confrontation was imminent. This would be the ultimate test of the Rebellion's strength and the culmination of their long struggle for Martian independence. Earth's forces, now under the command of a new and more ruthless commander, were amassing for a full-scale assault. Their objective was to crush the Rebellion once and for all. The Rebels, aware of the impending attack, gathered their forces for a final stand. The chosen battleground was a vast plain near the Valles Marineris, a location that held strategic and symbolic importance. It was here that the rebellion had first taken root, and it was here that it would either triumph or fall. As the day of the final stand dawned, a tense calm settled over the Martian landscape. The rebels took their positions, ready to defend their home to the last. Alex addressed his troops, his voice resonant with the weight of the moment. Today, we fight not just for our freedom, but for the future of Mars, he declared. We stand united, a single force against tyranny. Mars is our home, and we will defend it with everything we have. The battle began with the first light of the Martian morning. Earth's forces advanced in a formidable wave, their weapons blazing. The rebels responded with fierce determination their defence bolstered by the strategies they had honed over the course of the rebellion. The conflict was brutal and intense. Laser fire and explosions tore across the plain, creating a cacophony of chaos and destruction. The rebels, leveraging their knowledge of the terrain, mounted a resilient defence, striking back with guerrilla tactics and targeted attacks. In the midst of the battle, 
Alex found himself face to face with the Earth Commander, a symbol of the oppressive force they had been fighting against for so long. The two clashed fiercely, a physical manifestation of the struggle between Mars and Earth. The battle raged for hours, neither side yielding. But as the day wore on, the tide began to turn in the rebels' favor. The determination of the Martian fighters, coupled with their tactical ingenuity, slowly but steadily wore down Earth's forces. As the sun set on Mars, casting a crimson glow over the battlefield, the outcome became clear. The Earth forces, battered and demoralized, began to retreat. The final stand of the Martian rebellion had succeeded. The rebels, though exhausted and battered, rejoiced. Their cheers echoed across the plains, a sound of victory and relief. Mars had been defended, and their dream of independence was within reach. The battle for Martian independence had been won. The final stand, a testament to the resilience and determination of the Martian people, had forced Earth's forces into a full retreat. A sense of euphoria swept across Mars. From the dust-laden streets of New Olympus to the mining outposts in Meridiani Planum, Martians celebrated their hard-won freedom. The dream of an independent Mars, once a distant hope, had become a reality. In the wake of victory, a new Martian council was formed, comprising leaders from various factions of the rebellion, including Alex, Eva, Mia and Leo. Their task was to lay the foundations for a free Mars, a society governed by Martians for Martians. The atmosphere was one of optimism and the promise of a new beginning. However, amidst the celebrations and the planning for the future, a startling discovery was made that threatened to overshadow the rebellion's triumph. While assessing the state of Mars infrastructure and terraforming facilities, a team of scientists, including Mia, uncovered a disturbing truth about the terraforming process initiated by Earth. The massive underground machine, once thought to be a tool of exploitation, was revealed to have a dual purpose. It was not only extracting resources, but also stabilizing Mars' atmosphere, a function unknown to the Martians. The machine had become an integral part of maintaining the planet's habitability. Mia brought this revelation to the Council, the machine Earth installed, it's been stabilizing the atmospheric pressure and temperature, she explained, her voice heavy with the weight of the discovery. If we shut it down, Mars could slowly become uninhabitable. The Council was stunned. This revelation posed a dire dilemma. Mars' newly gained independence was at risk if they could not maintain the terraforming process. Yet, the technology and expertise to operate and understand the full scope of the machine were still largely under Earth's control. Alex, faced with this new challenge, called for a meeting with Earth's representatives. The goal was to negotiate a partnership, one where Mars could gain the necessary knowledge and resources to manage the terraforming process independently. The negotiations were tense, with Earth initially reluctant to relinquish control. However, the reality of the situation was clear. Mars's survival depended on cooperation. After prolonged discussions, an agreement was reached. Earth would provide technical support and share knowledge about the terraforming process, while Mars would maintain its political independence. This agreement marked the beginning of a new era for Mars, 
It was a time of rebuilding and learning, of navigating the complexities of independence while ensuring the survival of the planet. The Martian Council, with Alex at the forefront, worked tirelessly to oversee this transition, balancing the need for autonomy with the practicalities of sustaining a habitable environment. The twist in their victory brought a sobering realization. Independence was not just about political freedom, but also about the responsibility of stewardship. Mars, now free from Earth's rule, faced the challenge of self-governance and sustainability. As Mars embarked on this new journey, the spirit of the rebellion lived on, not just as a memory of their struggle for freedom, but as a guiding light for the future. The new dawn for Mars was a blend of independence and interdependence. The Martian rebellion had ended, but the journey of the Martian nation was just beginning.